Hello and welcome to Music Makers San Diego, where we shine the light on San Diego area songwriters and their music. I'm your host, Gary Lee. My guest today is Lissa D. Welcome, Lissa. Thank you. Uh, you've brought your uh, friend Jeremy Casey with you to accompany you on guitar. So welcome to you, uh, Jeremy, as well. Uh, Lissa, you're uh, originally from New Jersey, aren't you? I am. <laughs> where in New Jersey? It's called Tabernacle. It's a very agricultural farm town. Um, I grew up near a lot of cornfields, so it's pretty interesting. <laughs> uh, how far from New York City? It's probably an hour from New York. So it it was always pretty close to everything. But when I moved there when I was 10, I actually grew up in North Jersey, even closer to New York. And then when I moved to South Jersey, it just felt like just a different world. I was like, where the heck am I? Yeah. I hate this place. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm from New York myself mm-hmm. originally. Um, did you get to go into the city much? I did. I spent a lot of time in New York near the holidays. We'd always go and see the tree and all the beautiful lights in Central Park. So that was just fun. And then also spent a lot of time in Philadelphia. Um, just amazing food, you know. So can't say anything better about the cheesesteaks. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> interesting because I, I lived in New York, not in the city, but I lived uh, on Long Island. I lived there for most of my life um, before I went to college. And I've never been to Rockefeller Center to wow. see the lights, the Christmas lights. or Wow. Yeah. Never. You got to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been back to New York in so long now, so. Who knows if that'll ever happen. (laughs) Uh, When did you make the move to San Diego? I moved here about seven years ago. So it was kind of a surprise to my family because a lot of them live in New Jersey. So when I said I wanted to move to California, they just were heartbroken. (laughs) But I just felt it was calling me and I visited once and it just, For some reason, it felt right, although I had no plan. I had no money. I had, you know, no job or anything. I just wanted to live that, you know, California dream. And (laughs) I I wanted to somehow find a place in music, um, even though I was barely even songwriting at the time. So it's just kind of random (laughs) that I even made the move and actually ended up here. But I think it was... It was definitely the best thing for me. So you didn't you didn't know anybody here? You just packed up and <laughs> just put your finger out there and, and, yeah, and San Diego's like, what came up, huh? <laughs> no, I I did have a few friends um that were encouraging me to come out that lived on the East Coast and they're just like, you know, you, you want to get away from the snow. It's so beautiful here. So I did have a couple of friends, which was great, but I didn't have really a reason. I just did it. <laughs> and why San Diego? Is it just because you had a few friends here? Yeah, I I knew that I wanted to be in California um, because of music. And L.A. wasn't really appealing to me. And I just visited San Diego and fell in love with the diversity, the... Just the laid back feel, and it's just so beautiful. I've never seen beaches. I've never seen cliff sides like this. <laughs> it was all new to me. 
Um, New Jersey was very flat. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I just decided to make the leap. And it's paid off, I guess. Yeah, so you. far. So far. <laughs> um, from, what I've, from what I've read on your website, um, you grew up around music. Your, your mother had a passion for opera. And um, were there musicians on your father's side? So a lot of my memories around the holidays are just with my family members singing and playing guitar. And we actually sang a lot of Chili Pepper song, which is why I have the tattoo on my arm, the <laughs> RHCP. <laughs> so not that they were aspiring musicians or anything like that. They just really inspired me to to songwrite. And I loved that nostalgic feeling whenever I would hear the Chili Peppers um, just thinking about being with my family. So that's kind of the story behind them. <laughs> so it's, is it safe then to say that the music bug hit you early on in life? I think so. Yeah. I was always involved in groups and musicals, um, just always around music. So I didn't quite know why, but I knew it was really pulling at my heart. What were you listening to growing up personally? Um, A lot of older kind of you know, Sam Cooke, Etta James, just those older singers. I loved just the style of music. Um, I Not that I like her music, but Christina Aguilera's voice, I think, is just so incredible. Um, Amy Winehouse, I discovered a little bit later in life, but I also loved her very much. So those are kind of uh, my inspirations, you could say. And how much of an impact do you think they had on your musical direction and journey so far? Mm-hmm. Um, I, especially with Amy Winehouse, felt like even after watching her documentary, could really relate to her um, kind of being exposed at such a young age to all this chaos and, and seeing her kind of spiral down um touched my heart and I I just loved her voice and um her songs were although they are kind of dark uh and mainly about a relationship she was going through that was not a positive one I felt like I could relate to her so I kind of would try to make my voice sound a lot like her so I just love love her now, you spent some time in choirs and bands mm-hmm. as well. Was that when you were in high school? Um, yeah. I was in high school. We got to start picking electives. Um, so I was always choosing choir as one of them. And then I was in more of an elite group. And I was involved in musicals. But I, throughout, I guess, my younger years, never was really confident with my voice so I wasn't really getting lead roles in musicals or choirs or anything like that um but I still stuck through it even if I didn't get the part and it hurt I still kept going and I was in a band for about five years out here in San Diego called Blazing Jane 
which was so much fun. And we actually recorded two albums together. So it was a great experience. And I'm very lucky to have met all of those musicians. And you took voice lessons at one time also and piano lessons, right? Yes, I did. I still take voice lessons today, but I've I've taken them from a young age just to try to, you know, keep my my range and my tone. So I think it's helped whether, you know, my confidence kicked in later in life or not. I think um, I'm happy with, you know, keeping up with the lessons. Do you still play piano? A little bit. I'm not very good, <laughs> but I do <laughs> a little bit. So not professionally. Then. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, you're going to play three of your original songs for us today. You have uh, Jeremy accompanying you on guitar. Do you do you play guitar at all? I do. I I need to just again. It's about confidence. I need to gain more confidence and actually play live it's just for some reason it's been a fear of mine um but i just need to i need to do it so that i can make mistakes and and get better (laughs) we all learn from our mistakes right Mm -hmm. tell us about the first song you're gonna play so the first song is called inside out um it is a song about love (laughs) and just wanting to really get to know someone to their core and Finding, I guess, those feelings of that, like, explosive love when you first meet someone, whether you have only known them for maybe a week or a month. um, It's kind of about those feelings. All right. Whenever you're ready. My mind is crowded like it ought to be, yeah Filled with clutter from another world Maybe dreams Get lost in a strawberry field On a rooftop seeking the thrill When you do, when you take me there, yeah Time passing so it's can be Like honey flowing through me When you do, when you take me there, yeah Wanna know you from the inside, inside out Ooh Wanna know you from the inside, inside out Hey You've got a hold of me I'm starving to be seen the time it takes for you to set me free Wanna know you from the inside, inside out Hey, my time Slipping from reality In a drive through the hills On a rooftop seeking the thrill When you do, when you take me there, yeah 
time passing slow as can be Like honey flowing through me When you do, when you take me that you spent about uh, five years uh, playing with the band Blazing Jane here in Mm -hmm. San Diego. When did you decide to switch things up and go solo? (laughs) Um, It was probably about a year ago that I just, I'd been writing a lot more songs um, that were more of a country genre. So after working more with my voice coach, Taylin Ray, we just kind of talked through a couple of goals and things, and I just decided, you know, I think maybe it's time to go in a different direction. So, yeah. So it was that your your voice wasn't suited for what they were doing, the band? Um, I think, well, I think we all were kind of wondering what the next steps were be, would be for the band um, because we had been playing together and... Uh, Things were not really advancing for us, so it was kind of a a good time as well, and it was kind of a sign for me to really go for it. If you had to choose between playing in a band, you did that for about five years. If you mm-hmm. had the choice to, um, if you had to choose between mm-hmm. a band or a solo, uh, doing a solo thing, which would you uh, pick and why? Hmm. Um, I like the. Let's see. The camaraderie of a band is so much fun, especially when you're playing together all the time and you're just in tune with each other and you're on stage and you can just look at your bandmate and you know that maybe they're going to take a solo out of nowhere. It's it's just such a cool um, telepathic thing that you can't describe. Um, but I also love more freedom of being a solo artist and kind of being like, okay, I want to, you know, do a music video and I want to do it here. I want to wear this. I want these people to be in my cast and I want the scenes to be about this. 
or, you know, just different scenarios that you don't have to kind of come to an agreement on. Right. Um, so right now I am enjoying more of that freedom, but I still miss, <laughs> you know, the other aspects. Bittersweet. Yeah. Um, when did you start your songwriting journey? I think it was right before I moved to California. Yeah. And, and what is it about songwriting that attracted you? I realized that songwriting is very meditative and therapeutic and that when I'm thinking about songwriting or even similarly, if I'm, you know, drawing or painting something, I'm not thinking about anything else than, okay, what are the next words that are going to go with this verse or how does the melody play in my head? So I, I love that. Because there's really not many things that can just distract your mind from all else in the world it's like that. Do you ever collaborate with others with your songwriting? Any of that? Um, so with my solo stuff, I have been collaborating more with with songwriters to kind of help finish the lyrics or maybe make a word or two more interesting, which is fun. You don't feel any pressure of, you know, needing to get a song finished. So I like that aspect. I'm hoping, yeah, I'm hoping to do a lot more things like that because I feel like uh, the creativity is endless when you put more more minds together. Right. Are you listening to Music Makers San Diego? I'm talking with Lissa Deed today. Uh, what's the next song you're going to play for us? Johnny Said. Any backstory to it? So this song is... Inspired by the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial that took place about, I think it was almost a year ago or more at this point. Um, But I was kind of touched by something that Johnny Depp said, which was um, Amber Heard was never real. And I wrote the song about falling in love with someone who um, turns out to be a completely different person than you thought. So that's kind of... The backstory of Johnny said. My love was wild like a California wildfire burning through the night when you told me you loved me. I needed time to heal my soul. Assess my mind without you smothering Oh, Johnny said You were never real Oh, Johnny said You were never real Wild like the freedom that we feel Windows down by the water Breathing summer air Breathing your lies like the slow burning embers Couldn't see the signs when you told me you loved 
like Johnny said Oh, Johnny said You were never real Oh, Johnny said You were never real Oh, Johnny said Say you will, say you won't, but don't love me, don't love me, cause I can't justify the real you in your eyes, don't hurt me, yeah, Johnny said, Johnny said, What's your uh, favorite part of the songwriting process? Well, I I like how random it can be because a lot of times I'm just standing in my kitchen <laughs> or even on an airplane and then something will just pop into my head or even laying down about to go to sleep. And I have to get up and like make a voice memo right then or start, you know, writing a little verse down. <laughs> so I just think that is so interesting and funny. And that's probably one of my favorite parts. <laughs> What's the, the best compliment you've ever received about a song that you've written? Mm. Well, my voice coach introduced me to another musician and said that, she thinks I'm one of the best songwriters that she's ever met, which I've never heard. And it really threw me off because she never even said that to me before. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm still kind of, I don't know, I can't really wrap my head around that. But that was a pretty amazing compliment. So, yeah. It doesn't get much better than that. I don't know if it does. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a time of, of day that you find yourself the most creative and or productive? Hmm. Um, probably, yeah, mid-morning is a really good time. Like, after I've had, you know, a little bit of my morning and my coffee, then my brain starts working. <laughs> uh, your latest song, Empty Bottle, comes with a message, which we'll talk about in a minute. Do you, do you like all your songs to have a message? I do. I really want to um, ultimately help people, and I want my songs to touch people and um, maybe like give them a realization that I wish I had at some point in my life. So I hope that each one of my songs can do that for someone. Well, tell us about Empty Bottle and the message you want people to take away from that song. Yeah, so Empty Bottle is um, a song just about someone who... Um, is watching their life kind of slowly maybe deteriorate. Um, and it is a song close to my heart because I started um, drinking at a very young age to deal with pain. And at first, you know, it was just kind of a social thing, but definitely 
became more of like I need to distract myself from from life and I need to escape. Um, so empty bottle is a metaphor because the chorus says, you know yourself, you're never going to let it go. So it's just a metaphor for actually being able to overcome any anything that you're struggling with because, you know, at the time I definitely never thought that I would um, have overcame just the darkness that I was going through. So that's that's the message Empty Bottle um, is about overcoming. So what inspired you or motivated you to write a song like that? Was it just your own Mm. personal experience? It was, yeah, it was my personal experiences and um, just seeing where I am in life and wanting to, wanting to share with people and wanting people to, um, I guess, do the same and overcome whatever battles they're going through. Well, let's hear that uh, third song of yours. Um, I'd love to hear Empty Bottle. <laughs> said I needed someone to listen to my frustrations, my flaws, my subs and limitations, empty bottle again, a better way to clear my head, am I slipping to the distance? Find time to show up, make a difference You know, you know yourself You're never gonna let it go You know, you know yourself You're never gonna let it go I'll bring the bottle Empty bottle again and again Responsibilities leave my head Is it over like I told you? Are you happy with a broken heart? Are you lonely? Yourself, you're 
and that was Empty Bottle, right? Empty Bottle. Um, as a result of your uh, issues with alcohol and other challenges you faced over the years, you've become a an advocate for mental health awareness. What would you say to someone with an addiction or mental health issue listening today? Um, I would really try to encourage them to, you know, find something like uh, songwriting or, for me, also fitness. Those are two things that, like I said, can really be therapeutic and just um, distract your mind from the chaos and also make you feel good and help to get your emotions out. I feel for myself, if I had really tried to find those things at much younger of an age that I probably, you know, would have been able to deal with my emotions a lot better. So I would really encourage them to just sit down and think about some things that they can really try to explore to distract their mind in a positive way. So what can we look forward to musically from Lisa D uh, in the months ahead? Yeah, so Johnny Said is an unreleased song. So that will be coming out in the next few months. Um, I actually just recorded the lead vocals and I'll be going back to do some harmonies and um, hopefully we'll get that song out in the next month. And then in December, I'll be playing at Seven Grand with a full band. Um, and that will be December 9th and we'll be playing at 9 p.m. So it's going to be really fun. It's actually where I filmed the Empty Bottle music video. So um, it's pretty much my favorite place on planet Earth. But <laughs> I would love to, you know, keep sharing that same amazing place with everyone. It's a pretty cool whiskey bar in, in North Park. So, How can people find out more about you? How can they find out where you're playing? Where can they get through, uh, get your music? Yeah, um, everything is on my Instagram at musicbylissa. Lissa is with two S's, L-I-S-S-A. <laughs> or I do have a website as well, musicbylissa.com. And I'm on Spotify as Lissa D. So, yeah. And D as in D-E-E. D-E-E. There we go. <laughs> uh, Lissa, thanks so much for being on the show today. Thanks to you as well, Jeremy. Uh, pleasure meeting the both of you. Thank and you. Lissa, I enjoyed our talk. Keep doing what you're doing. Continued success to you. Thank you so much. That does it for another episode of Music Maker San Diego, where we shine a light on San Diego area songwriters and their music. Until next time, I'm Gary Lee. Have a good one. <laughs>